And welcome to another bite-sized VO radio show. I'm Andrew Peters. And I'm Robbo. G'day, mate. How you going? Good. That's good. Now, there's something I've heard a lot of chit-chat around the place about what level, as far as how you send the, the file out to your client, should it be? Yep. So what do you record at mm-hmm. and uh, and what do you send at? Yeah, well, it's the old eternal question. It's uh, it's funny because there's a, um, you know, there's a convention for TV audio here in Australia and there's fast becoming a convention for radio, the way they want to receive it, but there's actually no convention for how do I send stuff between studios. Um, I, I guess the only input I can give is the setup that I use and the way I like to receive things. Um, my wife does the odd voiceover um, yep. and I've set her up in Pro Tools to record and similarly to you uh, record between, yeah, between minus 12 and minus six would be pretty close to where she ends up. But then uh, I've shown her how to export it from Pro Tools and import it into Adobe Audition um, only because it lets her, and let's not get technical, with the push of a button, run a number of plug-in processes across it that gives her the finished audio for her to send out. And all that basically involves is a peak limit, uh, which basically chops everything at minus six. Anything above minus six gets squashed. Um, and then it normalizes the file to minus three. So basically because she's recording between minus 12 and minus six, any little thing that may slip through that recording that's a little bit hotter than minus six will come back to minus six. And then I bring it up to minus three because there's still a little bit of headroom and it's a nice loud file for the audio engineer to drag into his workstation and start working with. So he really doesn't have to muck around too much with gain um, to start working on it. So as I say, that's certainly not a convention. That's just the way I like to receive files. So that's the way I've set her up to send. And, you know, there's certainly been times when, you know, people have come back to her and said, well, you know, it's a little bit hot. Can you pull it down? Or, you know, can you do this? Can you do that? So look, oddly enough, it's funny, funnily enough, there are some people that she works for that expect to receive an edited file. Um, so she'll sit here on Pro Tools and edit it and then export it and and go through the process that I've set up for us. So everybody's different. It's weird. Yeah. Um, so what's the what's the standard for radio and television? Okay, uh, television is loudness. Um, so you use a loudness meter for television, uh, and it's minus thirty two. Uh, and radio, radio is not so much about loudness. Radio is, these days um, are more and more looking for MP3 and it's usually at 320. So the TV one is set in stone um, and you must do that. Um, uh, It's called OP38 and you can actually look it up if you want on the internet, you'll come across it um, and it basically sets out all the guidelines of how audio must be presented. It actually replaces OP24 which was came out like 10 years ago, which was very vague. It, it sort of said you're not allowed to use too much compression. Things shouldn't be too, in inverted commas, loud or noisy, blah, blah, blah. Whereas this actually sets a standard. This actually says you must use a loudness meter. It must be set to minus 32. And what it actually does is it's, it, it's not just a moment in time. It actually looks across the entire pieces and average. Um, so, and then says, okay, well, in, on average, this is how loud this piece of audio is. And so minus 32 is where they've set that. Yeah. So if you were sitting there at a TV station and you received a file from me, say, and it was mm. anywhere between minus 12 and minus six. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. That would be spot on. That would be exactly what I'm looking for. For me. Yeah. That's cool. what, for me, that's, that's what I'm saying. I guess there is no standard. So, but for me and look, you know, I can imagine most engineers would be happy with this. There will be exceptions, however. 
Yeah. So yeah, but um, yeah, whatever you do, don't screw with it too much. I guess is is also the other piece of advice I get. Like, don't feel you've got to grab handfuls of EQ, and please don't think, God, my voice sounds so so thin, and start chucking in handfuls of bottom end and <laughs> compressing the hell out of exactly. it because it's not loud enough, and just let it sit. It's funny because the engineers at the station, um, you know, the guys actually building the stuff, receiving the voice tracks. You're absolutely right. We we'll want wave. Um, I did say MP3 before and when I was talking about MP3, what I was pointing towards was actually finished commercials. Um, yeah. So if you send via, you know, Dart or you know, one of those sort of delivery um, System, yeah. delivery systems, yeah, MP3 is 320, uh, 320 MP3 is usually what you'll receive. So um, to go to well, air. It's funny because I've been, t- I've been told by some radio stations when I've done reads from here, mm. um, send me uh, an MP3 at 320. Yeah. I know it's crazy. I, I I don't understand why it was never made for broadcast. Why why would you want one? You know. Yeah, it's like you know, you send me quarter inch or send me a cassette. Yeah, it's that's like, right. Yeah, I think we might go the quarter. Yeah, inch. and there's a reason yeah. that a WAV is actually called a broadcast WAV. <laughs> yeah, that would be it then. Like, yeah, we'll probably tell you the story, but um, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's personal, I suppose. It's personal. Some people, yeah. some people don't like. Look, you know, maybe some people don't like sitting around tapping their fingers waiting for it to download. Maybe we should. Also blame Australia's piss poor internet service, but um exactly. Well, the, yeah. Well, that has been. In fact, I've got to, in, to justify that person that asked for a, a um, an MP3 at three twenty. Mm. Um, that was the reason. Sitting there waiting for downloads, just going forget it. You know, it takes too long. Yeah, but you see, you know what I'd be uh, doing? I'd be sitting there going, "Okay, send me that, and then send me a WAV straight after, and I'll cut to the MP3, and then just replace it with the WAV when it arrives." Um, yeah. For those, just quickly, you know. for those engineers who are listening, who are wondering what yeah. I'm talking about with, by saying that and how the hell you would remember what edits you made, the way I do it, it's very sneaky, is I actually leave the, leave the file that you'd sent me on a track on Pro Tools and then I cut out the bits that I want and move them down the timeline and put my read together. So I've, I need, so I've taken all the words that are in the script from all the different places and they're the only holes that are in that original file that you sent me. Are you following me? Yep. yep. <laughs> and then when the WAV files, when the WAV file arrives, I just drop it down underneath and then I can see where all my edits were and I just go through and pick up all those letters and drop them back in again and away we go. Uh-huh. So, yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah, so it's just I, I've, people have opened some of my sessions and said, what the hell have you been doing here? And when you explain it to them, they go, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense now. So, um, yeah. yeah, if you don't want to sit and wait for if you've had a massive session and you don't want to sit and wait for a WAV to arrive and you, you do want to start get started with an MP3, that's a, a nice tricky way around it. Well, also that would work for what we're doing now because we're on Source Connect now hmm. and you could be recording this at your end. Hmm. You could lay up everything that you need and then I just send you the same thing as a, as a WAV file. Correct. And, uh, and then you just replace it when you get it. When you get it, drop it back in and away yeah. you go. So there you go. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing, different story. Beautiful. There you go. I like There's it. There's my tip of the week. It costs you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Except a slab because my a phone slab. went off. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I have to start one for home studios, you know. It'll be a, it'll be a bottle of bourbon if the dog barks and yeah, you know, that's right. a bottle of scotch if the canary tweets. <laughs> 
Uh, and of course, you know, we probably have the loudest birds in the world here. Yeah, absolutely. In Australia. Yeah. Like, you know, we, I'll get kookaburras sitting outside and they, you get about four or five of them on a tree up the front yeah. just going berserk. Yeah. And it's so loud. But you can't get upset about that, though. That's the problem. I love kookaburras. And so did Tarzan, even though there were none in Africa. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was always in the sound effects of the old Tarzan Yes, it TV was too, show. wasn't it? You're right. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. Well, there's a way to end. Let's end with some kookaburras, shall we? Yeah, indeed. The VO Radio Show is produced in the studios of Voodoo Sound. To polish your next audio production, check us out at voodoo-sound.com. Find professional voices simply all in one place. Realtimecasting.com, including me.